With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to She Speaks Talk Radio, where women's words are changing the world. Hello. Welcome to Love Fools with me, your host, Terry Lee Shield, where we are hopelessly devoted to exploring and embodying the universal language of love. Hello again. Welcome to show number two. Um, really enjoyed the last one. Thank you if you've tuned in again. Um, decided to have a little bit more of my lovely tone in your ear. Um, oh, sorry, that's... That was me just, I need to calm down again. Settle back into the show. I was getting a bit excited there. Tried to pull my chair forward and, and smashed into the desk, sorry. Right, so today is a deep dive day and we're deep diving into the topic of self-love. Um, I think it's gonna be a really juicy topic to get into. Um, they all will be, but yeah, isn't it a funny, funny, um, there's so many, feelings or ideas emerge when you say self-love I think um yes I mean obviously the first one that springs to mind is you know having fun with yourself well in the many ways that talks but yes self-love does include masturbation maybe it's what we'll talk a little bit about wanking today um but yes there'll be lots more we can talk about as well with the subjects of self-love because it's such a yeah juicy one <laughs> as I said I mean, what is self-love? Um, I suppose, I guess, you maybe just need to first ask the question, what is love? And that's what this show is unpacking. Um, but the basis that I kind of, or what feels good for me, because I've had several conversations about what is love. And I've also been taught in a way, or had or heard different people express through trainings and different things like that what their version of love is. Like for example, in um, non-violent communication, in that, they class love as a need. It's something that we need. And they consider it a universal need. Now I do kind of agree that love is a universal need. Um, but for me, I don't think it is a need. It's, it's, you know, it's just a definition. Um, some people think or have described love as a emotion, an emotion, I'm saying. <laughs> That's the Geordie. And um, e when I say emotion, like emotions, <laughs> like your feelings, emotions. Um, something you feel, something that you, you know, you, you feel that comes just as part of a bodily function um, because of dopamine and all these um you know um what you call e i've lost the word yeah your serotonin your dopamine your oxycontin and that um because of chemicals in your brain that you just feel a certain way 
I'm not sure it's just a feeling either. I, I, I mean, the more I, I hate at first, I didn't know I had such complex feelings, humans. But as I've spent time really delving into my feelings, um, I don't know if love is, is necessarily a feeling. I think maybe it's like because of love, we feel certain things. Like we might feel um, nurtured or we might feel... Um, yeah, affectionate. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, so, so 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 again, I'm not sure that love is a feeling. I don't know if we can feel love. I mean, I think it does definitely involve. It's definitely an emotion, like it's an energy. Um, it's a, yeah, it's definitely an energy, but not necessarily a feeling. Um, so f and some people think that love is something we channel like an energy like like just like an energy um i've heard like that um yeah there's there's definitely a big trail of spiritual thought around that that love is just something that humans are here to channel um an energy force <laughs> if you like um like a bit like god like god some people say god is love like that sort of energy um all these things, I, I, I don't know, there maybe is a little bit, they're, they're all aspects to consider, isn't it? What is love? But what I settled on for the love school idea, um, because obviously you have to have some sort of agreement on some things within yourself before you can put something in motion, I think, um, was that love is actually a verb. I like that massive attack song. You know, love, love is a verb. <laughs> Sorry, I can't sing better than that, but I suddenly realised that I was going to sing and then really help out my voice. We'll practice that another time and I'll sing a song for you. Yeah, I like the Massive Attack song um, and Teardrop, I think it's called. And they say, love is a verb. Love is a doing word. And I remember hearing that as a kid and not really understanding it. And I thought, how can love be uh, something we do? But actually, as my life has unfolded, um, that's what I think it is. Um, some of the things are true. Um, I do think it's an energy. But I think in order tra to transmute it from being an energy into something tangible, because I do think love can be a tangible thing that we can experience, um, then it has to be transmuted. And I think we have to do something to transmute it. Because otherwise it's just a thought or an idea or an urge. Maybe if you don't do anything to act upon that energy, it just stays as potential. And um, I actually think love is, 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 a, is a verb. It's something we do. So that, so, and that was just where I got on my personal journey. Now, I'm not dictating what you think at all. You obviously have your own ideas about what love is. Um, but just so I can frame some of the, the, the thinking and the feeling behind the work that I have created, um, that's where I settled. And I'm always open to exploring it. And obviously, once we go through this process, which will be an unfolding process, hopefully for a lovely long time, we can talk for ages and ages and ages, can't we, about universal language of love but we'll know won't we after a while we'll know what is love um fully in a more in a much more deeper way so based on that basis sorry i went off on one a little bit there on that basis of the, what is love if love is something we do what is self-love and that's what we're going to explore today a little bit deeper a little bit more so my personal um idea of self-love it's quite a big one, actually, because there's kind of, there's different sides to it, isn't there? 
So initially, I think I always thought of self-love as being, when I really started to consider the op- option of loving myself. <laughs> like seriously, you know, you know I, it was, oh, my story is complex. I've had lots of the, lots of big experiences, but, it, and, and um, this, this was something that I really had to consider, um, you know, when we late twenties was, can I love myself? <laughs> Um, and really had to answer these questions and and that's why I've created like started creating work based on it because it's just dictated so much of my life and that is my truth um so at the beginning of self-love and me considering can I love myself I always thought it was like an idea you know that 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 I would just think nicer things about myself or think better things about myself which is part of it. it sounds it sounds so simple doesn't it but um when I should try to start to do that I find it really quite hard um because there's a lot more to it, I think. There's a lot more to unpack. And um, it's hard to think well of yourself when you're not actually maybe living as you would like to live or feeling as you would prefer to feel. You know, if you, I was particularly unwell and that sort of thing. I, I didn't feel like, yeah, myself. So it was hard to... Or I felt at the time it was hard to love myself. But I, I mean, obviously, when I look back now, I didn't actually realise how much I like... It wasn't even that I didn't even love myself. It was that I loathed part of myself like utterly loathed it, like hated it without even really realising it. And that was causing a lot of stress in my life. Um, and yeah, I mean, I mean, I maybe even delve into that. So there was a part of it myself that I really did like. I think part of us, part, I think it's kind of natural, like the humans to like ourselves. But um, the part that I loved, I was almost like blind to that part, but then also blind to the kind of arrogance of the part of me that I did like, that I did think that, thought that was like maybe it's better than other people or whatever because I loved that part of myself too much because I hid behind it as a mask and amplified it as you know that was like you know my um the bit you love you show people don't you and then you hide the the bit you loathe so yeah so for me I thought initially it was it was thinking it was about how you think but that unraveled like a lot more because really then once you start thinking better of yourself you have to start doing better for yourself um and that, like, say, that's why I kind of come back to the, it's something that you do. Um, because actually I had to start doing things differently if I loved myself. I had to start um, being different. I had to start taking care of myself, pretending, like, see, even I was saying I pretended I was important. But that's how it felt. Like, I had to literally, like, convince, try and act or convince myself that I was important enough to try and take care of, you know. Um, but yeah, so I think it's part of self-love is nurturing yourself. And that was my next stage of like looking at um, nurture. And obviously what, what what it means to nurture is maybe slightly different for, for us all, isn't it? Um, people like to be nurtured in different ways, I think. But um, that's something we'll have to explore, you know, in the next episode. We're looking at loving others. But yeah, nurturing yourself. But if you're going to nurture yourself, you have to know how you need nurtured don't you because everyone is nurtured differently there's not fixed rules and i learned that through gardening um there's fixed rules with like certain kind of plants but if you don't know what kind of plant you are you don't know what you like you don't know what environment you like or how you thrive or what you know sort of nutrition you need and what sort of um water requirements you need like you know i'm talking about plants but um but once you do like obviously just because you learn what one plant likes doesn't mean you know what the next one does learned that the hard way as well through gardening um so yeah i think we're a bit like plants very fancy plants and we all like to be nurtured in different ways and and then I realized I didn't know how to nurture myself like what do I like you know so that was a whole then voyage of discovery 
Um, so nurturing yourself is like a deep part of self-love and I think, you know, and that links to our comfort and our pleasure and our basic needs even, make sure we get the right nutrition and exercise, all that stuff that we know we should do is in our heart because we do care about ourselves and we do want to do well for ourselves. That kind of should all want, like should do this. Really, we want to do it for ourselves, but we stop ourselves because of the part that loathes ourselves. Yes, complex, aren't we humans? So I think nurturing, nurturing is a part of self-love. Um, so that's gonna that's like part of the love school um, courses. How nurt different ways, different ways, different humans like to be nurtured, and obviously we can all find our own um, ways of nurturing. But um, some of them I think are universal. So we'll try and explore that in this in the show. Now, once I'd learned to nurture myself and got myself in a good place. I then started realising how different I felt in different places, in different environments. And um, that causes something different, which was that I had to learn. And I had to learn that this is like the harder lessons of life. Nurturing, learn to nurture yourself is quite a nice process. You know, it's all about the light stuff and the nice stuff and what feels good. But actually, um, I really had to learn how to protect myself. And I think protecting yourself is part of self-love. And that's like the dark stuff, isn't it? That's the deep, dark stuff we all avoid because it involves others relationships um the external world that we can't control and things that we can't control are a bit scary um so yeah learning to protect i think protecting protecting something if you love like love it's something you do you protect it um you know and and, and it does take that does take action doing and being as well learning how to do that to set boundaries how to take yourself out of spaces where you don't thrive and recognizing even spaces that you don't thrive um yeah so that's like a different aspect of self-love isn't it the one we don't always consider is protecting yourself and how important that is because if you value yourself you would protect yourself just like anything that you know you love um you want to protect it <laughs> i think that's like an innate human quality of love but we'll find out. We'll find out as the show uncovers. See if other people agree. Um, now, why is so all of this? Why is self love important to me? I'm going to let you into my world a little bit for a minute. So I've had a really traumatic life. Um, I had a complex childhood <laughs> um, that involved sexual abuse and neglect, and um, I just, I mean, my life, the, my childhood was complex because I was cared for physically but obviously all our families have their trauma and my families had their trauma and it was a different time and my yeah I just felt like you know I just had a difficult childhood and I processed it in a way that was very confusing for me because actually you know there was people there and um and there was a lot of people around I just struggled because I didn't know how to express myself and and express myself authentically because I wasn't taught I wasn't taught potentially because you know the people around us didn't know and because of the abuse and things that happened to us and because I didn't know how to express it it's just basically unfolded into my life in very difficult ways and I got stuck in a trauma cycle and kept traumatizing being traumatized violated and um, just getting caught in the storm basically so for about 10 years I I kind of at one point took it too far and then I, I just decided that was it I needed to change um I had to completely transform I had to heal I had to heal and little did I know it was going to take 
well, you know, we're always healing, aren't you? Aren't we? You know, it's it's never going to be over, I guess. <laughs> as long as we're living on Earth, we're always going to have a uh, trauma and stress. But um, but now I've I've developed a process in ten years of discovering how to self love, um, and love others and love everything. I'm ready to share my experiences and and mix them with other people's experiences and like see see if we can find this universal truth. See, is there a formula we can follow as humans so we can um thrive? you know, on earth and um, the things I've learned are, have transformed my life. I was living in a living hell and now, you know, my life is not perfect, but it doesn't matter now because I know me, I know uh, my processes and how to help me feel better. I know how to, I know what I like and I know what, how to keep myself safe. Um, so it's, it's just changed my entire existence, <laughs> you know, like love to just focusing on love and healing and loving myself so that's why i'm so passionate about talking about my experiences but also about all our experiences like because we're all connected in this we all are we all affect each other and what i discovered which was one of the cold heart truths was that i couldn't actually love anything else fully or other people until i could at least try and understand what it is to love myself because I was playing I was acting um you know like I was I was I was I was loving other people like I thought I should love them or I thought they wanted to be loved or how I assumed they wanted to be loved but I'd never actually I never even thought to ask them <laughs> how would you how would you like to be loved um how do you like to be nurtured uh, what nurtures you you know I didn't even have that thought you know now it seems so bizarre to us that I would like have but, but that was just how I live my life just assume under assumptions and um for me again like love is quite active so you have to ask yeah oh yeah at least I'd be aware to ask I guess like it's like I had to be because I had to become aware of asking myself what I needed and how to keep myself safe that that would apply to others then I assume so I did realize that actually I hadn't necessarily had the love and um relationship that I wanted with other people or with um the wider world as much because I had put off nurturing myself and put off protecting myself which meant I didn't see the value in other people doing that. And I would judge people. Um, and there you go. But but I was miserable doing that, is the reality. Um, and it caused us a lot of stress and a lot of hurt. And now being able to unravel it, it would be really great, I think, if we could find a way of understanding each other better so then we don't have that um, horrible, tangled exploration we have to take. Um, but yes, the, the other side, so the other, it makes us think about the other side of self-love, which is how it's perceived in society or, you know, I get I can get in off on one about capitalism and the way we are controlled by the media, controlled by the media to keep us as consumers, to keep us buying things. And the way they do that is by making us feel shit about ourselves and making us scared to live. Um, and that's just that's just my truth. Uh, like I say, I trained in the media industry and stuff, so I just know that's what it is. Um, <laughs> and and now you know, like I've, that was a long time I started doing that. Eighteen or thirty eight, so what's that? Twenty years, twenty years now. Seeing the unfolding of the impact it's had on society, I do get into some deep dark places. But society as a whole, or what I used to perceive, um, based on the people I was around or the, or the communities I grew up in, 
was there actually it was like that if you loved yourself that you were arrogant um cocky um vain selfish you know people who love themselves are oh, they love themselves then it was a it was an insult <laughs> um, so that was an interesting one to like unpack and now I realise how silly that is like obviously we want to love ourselves we need to love ourselves and that's the core of bullying like but um, yeah it's funny isn't it how, how it's presented as a negative when actually I found it to be particularly positive <laughs> um, but it keeps you working doesn't it it keeps you striving for more if you don't love yourself and you think that loving yourself makes you arrogant or selfish or um, vain, then it keeps you small, doesn't it? And down and not wanting to achieve and not wanting to stand out and not wanting to um, be seen. So, so yeah, it, I mean, I understand why, again, why it's been twisted, that idea in our communities and through the media that really don't love yourself <laughs> you know don't because it keeps you working keeps you obeying and buying stuff um and i mean no disrespect when i say obey i just mean like because basically they go buy this thing and we do you know because we're we we rely upon these systems but anyway i'm gonna get deeply sucked into that well i'm not i'm bringing myself out but it's gaslighting is what i think it is if, if you know that term is so gaslighting is where you have an experience and then somebody around you denies that experience. Um, and you, so it makes you question your own sanity. Like, did that happen? Did that not happen? But it can also, I use the term, it also extends to like, is that real? Was that real? Which is a gaslighting tactic. So you might, um, you might have heard it. Like, say if you've been with a group of uh, a friend, that's me. You said, oh, do you remember when we went to this place? And go, oh, no, we never went there. And you're like, oh, sure we did. And they're like, no, no, we never did. And you think, well, maybe it was a dream, but you're like, I'm sure we did, we did go there. You know, that's gaslighting. <laughs> um, and that's kind of what it's like, isn't it? It's like, should I love myself? Uh, I feel like I should love myself. <laughs> I think we're born with this, you know, loving of self. Um, and like, we we get it bullied out of us almost, don't we, by society. No, no, that's selfish or arrogant. Don't love yourself too much. Don't love yourself too much. There's a line, don't cross the line. And obviously, like, don't cross the line into narcissism, but as long as you can love yourself as much as you want, as long as you realise that other people have the right to love themselves as much as they want, you know what I mean? Like, that's the deal. Um, you can't love yourself too much as long as you're prepared to let other people love themselves as well and value that equally. And that's um, that takes you out of the whole realm of narcissism because narcissists genuinely don't want other people to love themselves <laughs> um because i think love's transactional but that's another subject for another day but yes gaslighting um i think if we call it out when we say it even just to ourselves that's how we can start really seeing the truth in self-love because actually there's so many benefits obviously not obviously, sorry, that sounded really crap, didn't it? Um, but there's so many benefits to self-love. Like, you have a better life. Your work gets better. Your health gets better. Your joy, enjoyment of your life gets better. Um, you know, the experiences you have improve. And then one of the key things, you have better relationships. Because when you love yourself... Da, da, da. you can learn how to respect and love other people um because like i said i i, I don't I, I don't think until i could actually even start to comprehend loving myself that i could fully love other people I had like attachments to people or something or 
care for them, deep care for them, maybe it's even like um, you know, intense feelings of affection or passion. But I, I'm not sure I deeply really understood what it was that love was until I was able to do it for myself and then create like understand that dynamic of protect of nurture and protection. Um, so that kind of leads us into what we'll be deep diving into next week. So next week, I'm going to do a deep dive into loving others, which is a bit more complex than loving yourself because it involves it involves different skills. It involves different skills, loving others. Um, and obviously, we can't control the other. So self-love is, you know, we can control ourselves. Essentially, you might have to learn skills to learn how to control ourselves. But um, when it comes to that, it gets a bit more complicated because we can't control other people. And then when it comes to love, if you want to, if you do love somebody, then, you know, you can't really control them, can you? um yeah i mean that's that's like what we'll delve into next week not two weeks time it'll be two next episode two weeks time it'll be the third one and it'll be a deep dive into loving others we're gonna look at others and relationships so that'll be really good won't it um thank you so much for listening uh please feel free to leave your comments any reflections you have about self-love what do you do with self-love you don't need to give us deals about what you do in your private self-love time we'll have a whole episode related to that at some point i'm sure we didn't really cover it today did we um don't worry we'll do a whole episode on sex masturbation in in relation to self-love because i love delving into that subject <laughs> um but yeah um i hope you've enjoyed the episode um let me know what you think um let me know um how you self-love and we will start to collect all this information as we are seeking yeah the truth the truth yeah it is the truth the universal language of love and that is the truth right <laughs> thank you very much e. you have been listening to love fools with me terry lee shield where we love self others and everything and we are hopelessly devoted to exploring and embodying the universal language of love thank you for listening you're listening to she speaks talk radio where women's words are changing the world Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.